impact, income, and influence. Carrie Cardozo is a business psychic. Skeptical? I was too when I first met her, but I have to say that I was absolutely blown away with our podcast. We discussed a wide range of different business topics of how she went from running a seven-figure company to her transition into this role. It was something that she definitely didn't want to do at first, and we stumbled on how when you commit to something and you really commit and you say, this is who I am, how the universe responds. This was a great podcast. I'm not sure if I'm a believer, but I definitely have a lot of respect for her and enjoyed talking with her. I think you guys will get a lot out of it. Enjoy. Impact, income, and influence. It's the three things that are most important to entrepreneurs today. And that's what this podcast is all about. If you're a coach, consultant, author, blogger, YouTuber, creator, or entrepreneur who believes what they do can change the world, this podcast is dedicated to you. I'm Steve Warner, and welcome to Impact, Income, and Influence. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Grow Your Impact, Income, and Influence, the number one show for monetization on the internet. My name is Steve Warner. I'm super excited to be here. It is Friday, although this probably won't hit till Monday or Tuesday. I have somebody who is completely unique with us today. She used to run a multi-million dollar company, but she knew she had to do more, to be more, and to serve more. So she stepped out on her own became a coach, but it wasn't going very well until she stepped into her power as a business psychic. That's right. We have a business psychic on the show. She's laughing because she knows that it sounds a little bit crazy, but she is completely awesome and will change your mind about how you think about things. Welcome, Carrie Cardoza to the show. How are you doing today, Carrie? I'm well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And yes, I definitely was laughing at that because it does throw some people off when they hear that I'm a business psychic. Well, take us back to the beginning, because I mean, I think when people see, like, think about that, if you're watching this on video, you can see that she does not look like what you would think a psychic would look like. She's not, there's not incense burning. She's not wearing like a muumuu sitting under a palm tree somewhere. So take us back to the beginning, because you worked in corporate America, you ran a multi-million dollar, not just one company, but six, if I remember correctly, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I was um, in charge of all operations. Um, all finances for six different companies. And um, I was really good at it. I loved it. But something happened with inside the companies that forced um, forced a massive change and um, all the everything kind of broke down. And so I was forced to leave the company and I found myself in a place that I had dedicated so much time to building these companies and and I I really felt like they were mine. And when they fell apart, it was a out of my hands. And I vowed that I would never do that again. I vowed that I would never put that much time, attention and energy into somebody else's business. And I knew I needed to start my own. I, I knew that if I could do it for somebody else, I can do it for myself. Or at least I thought I could, I thought I could do it myself. But what I soon realized was that uh, I wasn't, I wasn't in the place that I needed to be in. And I was I started as just saying I was going to be a business strategist, a business coach, and I was going to enter it and do all the things that I used to do, you know, like run these businesses. And, you know, in that same energy, that hustle energy, that masculine forcing energy, and it just did not work for me. And I struggled. 
I struggled so bad, so hard. Well, I mean, first off, like looking at you and getting to know you a little bit, you have like very little masculine energy. I think you probably can (laughs) when you want to. I mean, I think all of us can, right? Like I can go from being masculine to being more feminine, but it's a lot of hard work. And I think a lot of women, especially in today's workplace, unfortunately, are forced into this masculine energy. So is that what changed? And is that where you kind of found like the psychic element? Well, Yes, but no. So I was very different back then. Um, About eight months before I left corporate, my fiance passed away. And it totally shook me to the point where I just felt like I didn't even belong in this life. And I literally closed everything down. Like I was the girl you didn't mess with in corporate. I sat at a table with all these men and people would be like, no, you're kind of scary. And when Mike passed away, I totally like let all of that go. It just, it just felt weird. Like it wasn't the right place to be in at that time. Um, so when I left, you're right. I wasn't in a masculine sense at all. And trying to force this business to work wasn't great. And I realized in that process of Mike passing and trying to understand where he went. I know that sounds kind of silly. Like he died, uh, like that's where he went, but I really needed to know where he went and what, happens when you pass and you just disappear. And I started visiting psychics and every single time I went to a medium or psychic, they would say to me, you are psychic. You have, you are like the psychic. And they started telling me things. And I realized that not everybody could look at somebody and know what their thoughts are and know their personality. Not everybody saw their future. Like I had my entire life. I didn't realize other people weren't like this because I had been this way my entire life. So I just had to start using the tools that I already had to my advantage instead of just ignoring the the things that I heard in my head or the things that I saw, because I spent years ignoring them, just completely ignoring them. So when I did that, so I just didn't want to cut you off. (laughs) So when I did that, I, it was scary because like I said, I was in corporate and what happened was, is that I now was seeing that I could be psychic and I have guides. So there are people I talk to, but you can't see them. Only I can see them or somebody who's psychic. And they would constantly say, you have to bring your psychic energy into your business. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds normal because you just want me to now go back to like bankers and accountants and realtors and investors and doctors and all these people that I'm used to work with and be like, oh, by the way, guys, I'm psychic. And I was like, they're going to laugh at me. It's like a joke. This is a joke. Um, And it was so scary to even think about bringing this element in because I thought of psychics the way you explain them, like pendulums hanging from necks, weird outfits. And I, that is not me. And I wasn't going to do that. Well, okay. So, I mean, that makes total sense because you were, like you said, in the corporate boardroom running these businesses, like high power, definitely like going for it. And I think if a psychic would have walked in when you were in that mode, you would have been like, GTFOH, like get out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you were switching, you went to do this business coaching. How was business coaching going for you? Let's talk about that for a second. Terrible. This is... Terrible. Yeah. What were you trying to do? Ta- walk me through some of the things that you were trying to do. How are you trying to get business and how was it going? Yeah. So it was, it was going absolutely terrible and it frustrated me because I could run somebody's business and I know how to run businesses. I know, I know what they're needed. And I felt so out of my element. I felt like I had no idea 
what to do or how to even start it. And it was like, I had this huge resistance every single time I would, you know, go out and meet people. I was so resistant to connecting with people that I had already connected with before because of these new things that I realized about myself, but I started to, but they would, and I started to dig into a lot of deep, uh, like spiritual understanding and law of attraction manifesting. And, and that was just at the beginning level. And when somebody would tell me about something that they were struggling with in their business, I'd immediately see what it was. But then I would be like, I can't say that because they'll be like, how do you know that? So I had these constant internal battles with myself and I wanted to, I was trying to figure out how to give them the information I knew they needed. And so I would like lead them down this path to help them to, to try to tell me the information that would make it seem okay, normal that I tell you this crazy stuff I shouldn't know about. So it was so hard. And I, I wasn't making money at all at all. It was burning through my savings. I was burning through my credit cards and like, I'd make, you know, a couple hundred dollars there. I'd make a thousand dollars this month. I'd make $2,000. And that was nothing for me. That was nothing. And it got so discouraging. And every time I asked like, what am I doing wrong? The, my guides would say, you must admit who you are. Like you must admit who you are. You must, you must own who you are and what you're capable of. You must be the psychic that you're supposed to be. But for me, it was just, it just felt so weird at the time. So, okay. First off, like, I'm glad that you can look back and see that. Cause I think a lot of people would never, like, they would just be like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Um, but secondly, I want to talk about what were you charging for your services at the time? Like just a ballpark. Cause I know that's a while ago. Yeah. I, I not, not anywhere near what I'm charging right now. Um, I think it was like an, it maybe gosh I probably was charging like a couple hundred bucks for like a session or like if I was going to go in and work in a corporation and you know do an evaluation it was like a couple thousand dollars like nothing compared to what I should have been charging and it was because I didn't believe in myself I didn't I was that's, so worried that's the exact point that I want people yeah. if you're sitting there and you're like I'm struggling in my business I'm having a hard time selling I'm hard having a hard time attracting customers it's because you are not sold on what you're doing you are not being honest with yourself you don't really believe it if you believe in something to your core the minute you believe in something 100 you will start shouting from the rooftops people will not be able to turn you off and they will be magnetically attracted so to lead into that carrie what happened like what finally broke for you and you were like f it this is who i am this is what i'm doing yeah i had foreclosure papers at my house is what broke it for me. I'm a single mom with three kids. I had blown through my savings. I had like maxed out my credit cards. And I went into this business with like $150,000 worth of credit. Like I had no debt. I had six months worth of savings. I made a decent amount of money and I had blown through all of that. I had foreclosure papers on my house and I was scared and I didn't want anyone to know about it. So it was like, fine, I'll do anything. And my guides were like, then admit that you're a psychic, like admit it. And it's interesting because when I started doing that, like I went for, gosh, it has to have been about a year that I did that, that I, I fought, like fought with myself and fought with the guides and fought with what I really knew deep inside to try to like prove that I could do it the way I wanted to do it or the way I thought I should be doing it to the point where I would go, I went in, in it wasn't that long ago. So this is kind of silly, but I went door to door for several with several businesses to offer my services. And I, and you're right. Like when you're in alignment, you scream it from the rooftop. I literally would go in 
and be like, um, I'm, I'm Carrie and I can help you. And I couldn't wait to get out of there. I couldn't wait to walk out the door where now I'm like, can I tell you about what I do? Like, can we sit down? Can I, can I explain it to you? Can I show you? And I wasn't in that space. And um, it was the fact that I was facing financial ruin, losing my house. And, and ultimately for me, it just felt like such a failure and a disgrace to like who I was that I was like, fine. If you want me to call myself a psychic, I'll call myself a psychic. Fine. I'll just do it. Anything. Now it's like, I'd rather that than have people be like, oh my God, she lost her house. So it was more like, you know, like a pride thing that I was like, fine. Psychic's oh. the, the least of my worries. I'll do that. So, I mean, right there, you touched on something else as well. It's usually our ego that tells us that we have to do what other people are saying because we're going to be judged, right? If, if our ego is, you know, here yapping in our ear, oh, yeah. they're going to call you crazy. Well, I can't do that. So I'm going to be normal. And let's let's look at the business landscape. I don't care what business you're in, whether you're in business coaching, whether you're a consultant, whether you're an advertising agency, whether you're a chiropractor, if you are normal, if you are vanilla, if you are baseline, you're not making money. You're not serving people very well. You are probably struggling. Yeah. So finally, you're eager, you get the foreclosure papers. For me, yeah. I mean, I've burned through not as much as you. I burned through about 30K, which was all my life savings. Um, and I was like, what am I doing? And that was, that was the moment that I realized, like, maybe I don't have all the answers and I should go, like, learn some stuff. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting. I know you and I talked off camera about like, it seems like the universe has this way of being like, are you in or are you out? Because I was getting job offers. I was getting contacted by headhunters with six figure job offers. And I was like, no, no, like, I believe this. I remember like very clearly being like, I'm living in my friend's utility room, an eight by eight room with no windows. They very grateful to have the room, but not, not the luxury yeah. Ritz. Right. And I was like, I can solve all this tomorrow. I have a 20K signing bonus and $110,000 a year salary I can sign on to tomorrow. What am I doing? And like, I'm reading library books. And I was, I had the, the course that changed it all for me was a cassette tape course that somebody had donated to the library that I had to listen to in my car because I didn't have a cassette player. Um, I went to the thrift store to buy one, but that's that was mine. Yours, you got foreclosure papers with kids. You're like, screw it. I'm a psychic. So what happened? Tell me, tell me like the, what, what was the journey from there? Yeah. Did you just post on Facebook? Like I'm a psychic and it started raining money on you? Kind of. Yeah. In all <laughs> honesty, it did. Well, because I had spent like a year to 18 months really mastering my skill. Like I did a lot of learning in that time. Anytime I didn't like things didn't work out in my coaching business. I went back to like reass reassessing, evaluating, like I know what to do to figure out what you're not doing correctly. So I had done all that. So I had come online and, and thankfully this guy had had, I had met him at one of these business networking groups that I went to, which was, it was grateful. I met this guy. He's like, do this podcast with me, which brought me online. But again, I was still pretending not to be a psychic. I was pretending not to, you know, be who I was till I got those papers. And um, I basically, yes, I announced that I was a psychic. I said, I can help you with your business. I can tell you about yourself. And I started doing what I do, like reading for people. I created this group program called Breaking Free, Breaking Free. And I did a whole launch to it. And the first day that I launched Breaking Free, I did like um, 
you know, like some free stuff. And then I did a challenge group, which a ton of people joined. And I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. But I still only made like maybe a thousand dollars or $2,000 off of that, which was normal for me. That was like my normal monthly income at that point. And then I sold at the last day that challenge, I sold spots to my group program. They were $900 a piece. And I had, I was online on a Facebook live. I sold it. I literally shut my computer down packed my bags up because I was going away with one of my children. And as I was driving, my phone just kept dinging. And by the time I got to the hotel, I had made $4,000. And I was like, oh my God, like literally shaking. It was the best $4,000 in my life, really. And by the end of that month, and it was really just on that program and in selling that program, it brought so many other things. And I'll I'll share that in a second, but I ended up making $9,000 that month. And my business never has done lower than that ever, ever. It like the next month it didn't go lower. It wasn't like a fluke. It was, I finally found my groove because I just was like, screw it. I don't care what anybody says about me. I don't care what anybody thinks. I know what I can do. And I'm just going to show up and be me. And it was like, somebody turned the light switch on in my business. Somebody pressed go in my business. Finally. But well, you press go yeah. in your business. <laughs> so there's, I mean, there are a couple of different things that I can unpack in there. I mean, doing a challenge, getting people in, doing the free stuff, but that's the business stuff that everybody hears about. The real thing that changed for you was you were just like, screw it. This is who I am. This is what I do. I'm showing up in my power. I bet your voice changed a lot from, you know, hi, I'm Carrie. I can help you with your business to like, you were still all like, I'm sure you were still very feminine. You're showing up very feminine today, but like you, you. you went with it and you just ran So I want to ask specifically, I think, about the money mindset piece, because this is interesting. I think you went from a high power corporate job, Mm -hmm. which there are a lot of people that I've talked to who go from six figures, maybe multiple six figures. They're like, I'm going to go out on my own and do it. And somehow they get in a mental loop of $2,000 a month is good. Somehow I made $2,000. And I don't know if it has to do with self-worth or if it has to do with what they're putting in the marketplace. How did your mindset change from going from making a thousand, two thousand, maybe three grand a month, which wasn't enough to get by, but somehow you had become okay with it. Like it wasn't what you wanted. I want to make that very clear, but you were okay with it at that time to 9,000, 10,000 and never doing less than that. What was the mental pattern? Like, what do you remember going on in your head? Yeah. And it, and, and I think part of it was, it wasn't that I was okay with it. I felt that that's what I deserved. And that's, and that's really what it was for me was that when I was working in corporate, I could see the results every day. Like the business kept doing better and better. We'd have like, you know, $500,000 months and I could see the results. But when it was just me, I was like, but I'm not getting results. Like it's just me. I don't have this team behind me or this team that I'm leading. I don't have this product that we're pushing out. It's just me. And am I really worth somebody paying me a hundred dollars an hour? And so I just resigned to the fact that I wasn't worth it, that it, it wasn't, I wasn't worth making all this money and it felt terrible, but it started to feel normal. It started to feel normal that I didn't have money. And even though it was so uncomfortable, but I was like, well, I've got to do a lot more. We are so hard on ourselves. We look at ourselves and we half half the people I work with don't have any self-worth or self-value. And when you don't have self-worth or self-value and you're selling, you, I sell myself, like I sell me. So if I look, am I worth $100 an hour? At the time, no, my, 
my sessions now are $800 an hour. And that is the lowest you can get for, to work with me. I wasn't in that mindset. I, like who would pay me $100 an hour to talk to me? To, and, and that's where I was. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in the value that I could give people. And I just kind of like resigned to that fact until I started seeing the results that people got until I started seeing, okay, if I give somebody, I tell somebody what to, uh, what program they should be creating. Doesn't take me long, how much they should charge or how much they should raise their prices. And then they go out and raise their prices and they make $30,000 and they pay me 75 bucks to tell them that like that. It just, I was like, okay, something does not, I'm not stupid. This does not add up. So why am I undervaluing myself so much? And I started to see my value. I started to see when I showed up in this new energy, when I really owned who I was, I, I tapped into my power instead of feeling powerless. Like when Mike died, I felt like the universe was punishing me. I felt like it literally had taken everything away from me where instead it had given me a brand new platform to build off of, but I didn't see it that way. I had to see what I was capable of and when I did, and I got into the sense that I deserve it and that there's value and I have worth, like m one of my biggest programs right now is my, um, for not, not, I guess it's business related. I have a psychic development Academy. It is a 20 to $24,000 investment, uh, depending on what you choose. There's two different options. And the girl who started that, who, who basically forced me to create this Academy came from that very first program I launched. She came to me and said, I want to join your program, but my card won't swipe, but it should swipe. It's not, but it keeps declining it. So I said, let me channel on this. And I said to her, I think I'm supposed to teach you how to be a psychic. Like, that's really what you want, but that's not what this program does. And she was like, yeah. So I created a program around her, which then grew into a bigger program, which now is an academy program. That's a $20,000 investment from this one time that I decided to stand up and be me. My biggest program is created off of that. Nice. I want to step back to the money piece. We can yes, come back yes, to the ahead. program, but the, okay. So I, I agree with you. I think a lot of coaches, consultants, whatever in this space, right. They, they charge too little because they don't see the value. Then they don't feel good. So it's like a downward spiral. Then I see other people who go out and they scream, I'm $10,000 an hour, or I'm $10,000 for a program, but they don't get results for people. And so they have a hard time selling and it creates this like horrible inner, inner battle, right? Like I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. How did you, you seem to have found the third option in there, which was I'm going to charge more because I know that I'm worth more. You proved the value to yourself and then you got it for your customers. What was, what do you think led to that? I mean, I know so, we, yeah. So you can't just up your prices. If you think you can just up your prices, you're so wrong. You And you will do yourself such an injustice. So I had to realign my association with money. So when I wasn't making money, uh, $10 was a lot of money to me. $100 was a lot of money to me. Uh, $1,000 was a ridiculous amount of money to me because I was only making $2,000 a month. So I had to realign my perspective of what was a lot of money. I had to realign my ability to receive and have that money. So I had to do a lot of inner work of what I thought about money, of how I thought I, I had this view that I was a terrible money handler because I'd gotten in so much debt 
And because I was now at the place where, you know, my mortgage was six months past due. So I had this belief about myself that I wasn't responsible with money. So I had to go in and clear all of my money and not all because I, because I feel like as you evolve, like once you start making a million dollars, you have more money things to just clear up, to continue to grow. So, but at that time I had to realign my, my relationship with money, how I viewed money, how I thought I used money, if I was responsible with money and the worth and value of money. Because otherwise you can price your programs at whatever you want to price them at. But if you are not in alignment to receive that, you will not receive it. People, people won't see the value. They might not even hear you. You might sell one, but then you'll never sell another because you can't, you can't live up to that energy that that money has at whatever price it is because money has an energy we must match. If you are not a match for it, you will not receive it and you cannot sell your programs. So my next question, I'm sure you have a course that solves this, but give us, like, <laughs> give us like the 90 second version of how to solve it. So you have to dig into your, what, what you actually view with money. And most of the time it comes from your parents. So you have to change that, that view of like, you have to work hard for money. There's certain ones that are right there. You have to work hard for money that, um, that money doesn't come, money doesn't come when you need it to money. You, people have this view that money comes all the time and then it just leaves. So you have to, we give money a lot of power. So we have to take the power away from money and just see it as energy. It's just energy. You also have to have a, a heightened level of trust. So when I'm working with people, we do um, healing around your beliefs, healing around your fears, realign yourself as a relationship with money. And I look at it as like, if I had a boyfriend and I was like, every time he came over, I was like, okay, fix this and fix this and do this and do this. And, and we do that with money. Money comes in and we're like this and this and this. So you have to have fun with money. You have to respect money. You have to love money. So you have to change that whole relationship. And then you have to trust. You have to increase your value and worth in yourself. It's a process. But ultimately for me, it's about trusting that money's just energy. And if I'm in alignment with it, I can, I can call it in as long as my limiting, my beliefs are in alignment with what I'm actually doing. You can't just show up and be like, oh yeah, money will come. But in the back of your mind, you're like, no, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not. Cause it won't. Nice. I like it. So I want to shift gears a little bit and I want to talk about what you do now and how you work with people. Because I think, I mean, when I first saw you, right, and I read your bio, I was like, hmm, this is going to be interesting. But you showed up completely different than what I thought. Because um, I've seen the law of attraction people that are, you know, a little bit woo-woo and a little bit out there. So what do you think the biggest misconception is for people when they first hear of a business psychic? Or when you first start working with people, do they come in and they're like, okay, fix me? Like, yes. Yeah. Or, or tell me my, tell me my fortune or, um, you know, can they think I'm going to do like some kind of seance? Like I had a woman the other day was like, you, you talk really normal when you channel. I'm like, well, how would you like me to talk? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how this, I talk like this when I'm channeling. So I don't do any, like people have this, like that I'm going to pray or I'm going to like meditate before I do it. I literally show up and I, I this is me even when I'm channeling, but people are, people have this misconception that whatever I say is golden and that couldn't be farther from the truth. So if I I'll give you an example, if I tell you that you're going to and I use this all the time, because this happens often, if I say you're going to write a book this year and you're like, awesome. And say it's going to be a bestseller. You're going to, it's going to be about X, Y, and Z. And this comes up often for people. And I will say that. And I have clients who are like, yes, 
and they go after it. They make time to write and they publish their book and it, it literally explodes their business. And then I have other people who will come back to me nine months later and be like, I didn't write my book. You said I was writing a book. I'm like, did you schedule time to write? No, but you said I would write. A okay. Did you even think of a topic to write about? No. Okay. So what I see for you, especially in business, this is about what your business has the potential to do, what you can show up for, what you're in alignment with, what is going to be for your highest good to achieve the results that you desire, that you're capable of. If you do not put action in place, it does not happen. Now, of course, there are some things that are just fated to happen no matter what. And I will tell you that no matter what you do, this is going to happen. But there are other things that I'm, I'm helping you to make the de best decision in your business. What's most in alignment. I could tell you not to hire somebody. And I have many times do not hire this person because of X, Y, and Z and you hire them. And then you come back to me three months later because they're not doing what you wanted them to do. I will help you to switch that out, to retrain them, whatever. But um, but you hired them when I said not to. So now it creates a, a ripple effect with inside your business that now has to be fixed. So people oftentimes think that, you know, whatever it is that I say, they think that I'm going to tell them their fortune, like, oh, there will be a woman who walks through the door. And sometimes it is accurate, but I channel on what's for your highest good. So I look at the energy around you, around your business, and I give you the power to switch it. I give you the knowledge, you the information. And that's so much of what spirituality is moving into. It used to be this whole like law of attraction. I'm going to sit here and vibrate at the same energy of everything and it'll just come to me. And that is not what spirituality, it's not what consciousness is moving into. Consciousness is moving into the fact that you have all the choices, you have all the control, you have all the information, and now you must take action. You must do, you must create, you must stand in your power, own who you are, do what you're meant to be doing, and you can do amazing things. And you have all the information to do it, but it is up to you to do it. We have the ability to create our own destiny no matter what we're doing. So that's what I do. I read the energy around businesses, around their future. I can tell you the outcome of different avenues that you're going to take. So you make the decision. Now, if you said to me, what's the best decision? I'll tell you, but ultimately it's not my business. It's not my life. And I don't make the choices. I give you all the information for you to make your own choices because it's on you. It's not on anybody else. So when you work with somebody, what does it look like then? Is it a, is it like a three month process? Is it a six months process? Is it one session? What do you normally do with people? And are you holding them accountable and giving them like things to do? Or are you literally just checking in with them every week and saying like, this is what's available. This is where your energy's at. Cause I know we talked about you raise people's energy when you work with them, but then they go away and it, it lowers and they can't, they're not able to like tap into it effectively. So do you tell me a little bit what it looks like? Cause this is, it's interesting yeah. to me. So I do have one-off sessions where if somebody's just like, I just need some information. I, I need some re-guidance. I'm feeling out of alignment with what I'm doing. So I do have one-off sessions where you'll come to me. You might have some questions or a specific focus in your business and I'll channel around. I'll give you any other information that I get. I always give you what you need, not necessarily what you want. And sometimes that, that goes in there a lot too. But when I really work with clients, it's for more of an extended period of time. So we will have like a program that's like eight weeks long, or I have clients I work with for six months long and we show up every single week and we work together. And it's not just, let me show you, but I give you the tools. I give you the resources. You have lots of homework to do. I will check in. And if I say to you, like the other day I asked, I was like, 
what have you promoted those? And as soon as I asked the question, my guide said, no, she did not. And my client was like, nah. I'm like, they're saying you did not promote those. So you didn't promote. And she's like, no, I didn't promote at all. So I'm like, okay, so you can, there's, there's a reason you're not promoting. Let's dig into this because you have to promote to make money in your business. So we work through everything mindset. I'll do energy adjustments on people um, to help them to real, to recognize how to raise their vibration. Because yes, you're right. Like when I work with people, their vibration is just raised. It's, I can support that it rises up, but I want you to learn how to do that. So you don't need me. And so I teach them all this and we go through a process. We work mindset, energy, alignment in your business and what your business is supposed to be doing, like the purpose and the highest good of it. And we work through everything. Like there's nothing we don't touch on. Um, there's nothing that we don't create. And I really look at the energy and what you're destined to do to really focus on where we put the majority of your attention. So if you want to write a book, but the energy doesn't support it, I give you all the details to say, so you can make the decision, okay, there's something like maybe I'm supposed to be starting a YouTube channel. So let's focus on that, what you can do, how you're going to show up, what's the content programs, pricing around it, um, that type of stuff. And, and it's really powerful because most of my clients are like, she knows if I didn't do anything. So they do it because they can't be like, I didn't do, I, I did it. it because I don't even have, half the time they're like, yeah, that was my next question, but you already answered it. I'll answer questions before they're asked. Um, you, if you, I know what you did, what you didn't do. And it's just with sitting with you and talking and listening to the guides and, and seeing the energy around your business. Nice. I mean, that's like the ultimate accountability. Like it's not, yeah. she knows yeah. if I did it. Or if I didn't yeah. do it, I have to do it. Oh my goodness. My kids will do that. They're like, we tell you the truth because you, you know, anyway, you know, and my kids will say to each other, just tell her the truth. She already knows, you know, like they do it all the time. They, they I get to know everything from them. I don't even have to channel on it because they just tell me. Yeah. Nice. That's gotta be a, that's a good mom talent. I'm pretty it's sure. A perk thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I want to shift gears and I want to talk about building your business a little bit yeah. because you, you were in corporate. And you had things that worked there very well when you were marketing, when you were building business, when you were bringing on clients, I mean, you were doing millions of dollars a year. You went out and you were having a hard time selling. You switched in to where you should be. You hit the go button on your business. What do you do for marketing? How do you bring people into your business? How do you, because it, did those methods change along the way? Are you doing the same thing and they're just working differently? Walk us through yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. So in corporate, we had like a 60 or $70,000 budget that I paid somebody to, uh, we were on TV, we were everywhere. Uh, yeah. I definitely don't do that. I don't pay for any advertising. I never have. Um, I show up and I be me and I tell, show people what I can do. One of the biggest things that I see people afraid to do is to like give too much information or share too much or, you know, give too much away. I will do Facebook lives and, or I'll do it on my podcast where I will just say it's open channeling. Like you have a business question. You have something that's holding you back, bring it here. I'll channel for you. So I do these often because people need to see, like, especially if I'm like, I'm a psychic. I know a lot of people who will say they're a psychic and I'll listen to some of the information they give. And it's so general. I get down to like what happened when you were two years old, who it was it by what belief that caused and what pattern of events it has created inside your life because I can see that. So people need to see that I know what I'm doing. People need to see that when I say I'm a psychic, I'm really a psychic. And so I show up and I give and I have no restrictions as to giving. 
Like I make sure it feels good to me. I'm very in tune with how things feel. So I don't over give. Um, I used to in the beginning, but I really, I just feel that. And what has been proven to me, if people know me, they, they trust me, they get to like me, it's much easier for them to invest in me. If I'm asking somebody to invest $800 to speak with me for an hour, I best be able to prove that I can do what I'm, what I say I can do. And I, I, I know I've already given them information. I already have, I've already channeled to them. If I'm asking somebody to invest $20,000 with me for six months, they have to have this level of belief in myself. So through, I do it through Facebook lives. I do it through my posting, just showing up on social media, but also word of mouth is huge for me. People come to me all the time because they're, they're so-and-so worked with, uh, worked with me. Um, I've had people who come to me to learn psychic abilities and they say, I, I met the psychic, but I found out that you taught her to be who she was. I want to work with her teacher. And so people will come to me because of other people who I've taught. So a word of mouth in referrals is probably 75% of my business because I'm good at what I do. If you, if you can stand behind what you say you actually do. And, and that's my thing. Like you don't have to be something crazy. Just be really good at who you are and what you do. And that will draw people to you. And it'll also expand your abilities, no matter what they are, whether it's copywriting or marketing, or it doesn't matter what it is. But if you focus on what you're great at, instead of trying to pretend you're somebody you're not, you will have, you can, you can expand and grow your business to a level that you never thought possible because you just decided to be you. You just are. And, and I'm just me. People are like, who are you? I'm like, I'm just Carrie. I just am me when I show up, whether I'm channeling, talking, speaking with my friends, this is what you got. This is me. That's awesome. I think that is, I mean, that's the best advice possible. I know. I mean, I think everybody goes through that, right? They're like, I want to leave my corporate job. I want to make money. I need to be X because they, they buy into somebody's program or they see somebody on social media. So they buy into a channel or a lane, but then they buy, they're jumping all over the place. And they think they, there's a difference between modeling, right? I, I believe in the modeling practice, like Tony Robbins talks about, see somebody, you can model their behaviors, but you still have to be your version of that. And that's where the real strength comes in. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that is the best. And if you if you believe in yourself, like we talked about earlier, you'll scream from the mountaintops and people can't resist authentic, like powerful conviction of this is who I am. This is what I do. And these are the outcomes. Am I going to attract everybody? No, I'm going to attract the people who like me, who I want to work with and ultimately can afford me. Um, and the, I agree with you also on giveaway stuff all the time. I'm not saying jump on hour long phone calls and do all your stuff for free. That's overgiving. You definitely touched on that. But do what you do in a public space somewhere, whether that's Facebook Live, whether that's a live event, hold a meetup in your town once we can go back to that. Like do stuff that shows people because especially in today's world, there are so many people out there that are faking it, that can't get results. If you just show up and do your thing and people see it, you'll get all the customers that you need. Um, that's a, that's a pretty big one. So Carrie, where can people find you? I know you just said Facebook live. I will link, um, everything will be in the show notes for this. So if you want to find out where to find her, where should they go? Um, Facebook is where I spend a lot of my time. I do have a presence on Instagram, um, and every YouTube channel. Um, and everything's under Carrie Cardozo, um, podcast as well. It's, um, the Carrie Cardozo podcast. So if you just search my name, 
it will come up on any social media platform. What do you do on your podcast? Do you do readings? I have in the past. Um, I stopped my podcast like a year and a half ago and then I just started it. But yeah, that's, I, I do, I do readings. Um, I interview people. Um, I, and I just started it this past year. I also do a lot of teaching on it or channel. I channel the energy of the week. So I can tell you what's going to happen next week by reading the energy, what you're going to experience, where your emotions are going to be at, where your focus is going to be pulled to, where you need to keep your focus. And I do that every single Monday. I just did the entire 2021 year as well reading um, so that you you know how to show up and, and what could be a possible distraction or pull away from your business that you want to avoid. Awesome. Now, I know some people out there are like, business psychic, they still have a question mark over their head. What would you say to those people? How would you, would you, I want to give you a chance to like, say whatever you want, because I know that there are people out there. I mean, myself, I have some questions. I've never gone to a psychic. I've never done anything with psychic stuff. I do believe in the law of attraction, because I believe like, if you tell yourself you can't do something, logically, then you're never going to be able to do it. So if you start putting that out, I don't know if I believe in wavelengths, energy. I mean, I know it's there, right? But I don't know, I would say I'm somewhere in the middle. But I know there are people out there that are probably listening to this, they were listening to it, because they're like, I got to hear this stuff. So what would you say to those people, I want to give you a chance to speak your mind and set the record straight. So I would say I don't blame you, honestly, to start because it, it is great. It is weird. It, it's different. I work with a lot of people who, you know, some of the first calls that I go on, people are like, well, I'll say, what do you want to talk about? They're like, well, you tell me you're the psychic. And I will say to them, do you want me to go personal or business? And they'll, you know, say whatever. And I remember this very, this gentleman and I was like, cool. And so I started telling him about his relationship with him and his wife. And he's like, okay, 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 stop, stop, stop. Fine. Let's talk about my business. So it's one of those, like, just give it a chance. It's, it's a crazy concept. I can understand that. I am very much, I think sometimes I call myself the skeptical psychic because I get where you, everybody's coming from, but there's been times that I can see things that you would never have thought coming. I, I was working with a gentleman. I told him not to take a $500 million deal. There was something better coming. He turned it down. Something better came. Uh, a woman came to me. She said, I'm going to ask for a $5,000 raise. I said, absolutely not. Ask for $12,000. She got the $12,000 raise. It just, because I can see things that you don't even have in your awareness, you don't necessarily understand how it would happen or why something would happen. We oftentimes, we sell ourselves short. But when you can, ha- you can work with somebody who can see something beyond the physical possibilities or the, the logical possibility of what's running around in your mind, it can change your business in ways that you never even thought. And it's, it's one of those, like, you just have to give it a chance. It's, you know, look at the reading, even the readings that I do every Monday, they're, they're in perfect alignment. But the thing is, like, I get it. I get it that this seems so weird. And we have the time, like I have a, a client that'll be like, Hey, can you ask those voices in your head? Like whoever it is you ask, can you tell them, should I invest in this or should I not invest in this? Then it's one of those, you just have to try it. You have to try it, see the results. And, but always remember that you have the final choice. You have the final say in whatever it is that you do, but it can speed up your business. You can, you know, strategists and, and experts, have things that they know they've tried and tested. 
there are, you know, six different social media platforms you could go on. What if I could tell you exactly which social media platform to spend the majority of your time where you're going to get the best results? It would save you from having to post or do all this work on all these other platforms. You just go to that one and you get the results that you were looking for. So it kind of streamlines whatever it is that you're doing. Awesome. Carrie, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. You have been amazing guest. Um, I had a lot of fun interviewing you. One last time, where can people find you on Facebook under Carrie Cardoza? Is that Carrie it? Carrie Cardoza. Yep. Yep. Everywhere. It's just Carrie Cardoza. Everywhere okay. you go. Yep. Thank awesome. you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And thanks for being open. I know this is all new to you as well. So no worries. I'm curious about everything. I love interviewing people and chatting with them. Um, and you were a great sport and you shared a lot of really valuable, valuable information. To everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in and having an open mind. Make sure you check out Carrie Cardozo when she does a Facebook Live. You might get blown away. You never know. Until next time, take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon. Nothing has the ability to grow your business more than a powerful one-to-many sales presentation. If you're looking to scale your business, get your message out to more people, and close more sales in an easy and straightforward manner, Head over to deathtobadwebinars.com and grab your free course today. Thanks for tuning into the show and we'll see you next time.